This is the Blood Doctor Show on a Sunday, a motherfucking Sunday, an absolutely motherfucking fantastic, top tier, over the top, wonderful, splendiferous Sunday as the Buccaneers defeat the Chiefs and Tom Brady bitch slaps Pat Mahomes into oblivion. It was 31 to 9, right? This is the final score. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. 31 yes. to 9. This so, is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My two favorite people are joining me. Keith Strader. Hello, hello. Uncle Keith, as my dog knows him. And <laughs> why are you laughing? It's Well, and then also Mrs. Blunt Doctor. But to be fair, let's be honest. If my dog loves you, then you're trustworthy. Right? Yes. I mean, I think that's her. Oh, I think I hear her. <laughs> she is right on cute, she won. <laughs> she is. She's just outside the studio, and she can't be here. And we will whine and complain and cry about her not being here. But we will first talk about the fact that 31 points were scored on behalf of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as Tom Brady got his fifth Super Bowl MVP. Five. Five Super Bowl MVPs. Five. 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 By the way, for all those people who are saying that Joe Montana is better than Tom Brady because he's 4 0 in Super Bowls, Joe Montana has four Super Bowl wins. Tom Brady has five Super Bowl MVPs. Those are not comparable. <laughs> Tom Brady has three Super Bowl wins where he was an MVP, is the point. Like, that's. insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, like, this is not. Okay. You were a video game addict. Can you, and I, I know that off the top of your head, this is not comparable, but can you think of anything? The only thing that I can think of that's comparable to this, right, is Serena Williams. Serena Williams has dominated her profession since she was 20 years old. That's the only thing I can think of that compares. Is there anything in like video games or... I don't know anything. I know of nothing that even sort of compares. Like Michael Jordan is like close. I no, I I am vehemently against the idea that Michael Jordan is against Tom Brady. I said video games, sir. Oh, oh <laughs> I've had too much alcohol today, and so I'm going to say ridiculous things. So let me let me ask you a question, Miss You. Does anything in your arena, is there anything that is equitable to what you've seen? I know that the answer is no, but I'm just curious what comes to your mind. Do you have like a Disney princess or something from Project Runway? <laughs> I mean, I would have to say no. Can't really think of anyone like. I'm, I'm sorry, am I not close enough? No, you're fine. Okay. So you have nothing comes to your mind that is anywhere near. Like Meryl Streep. That's how I feel. I feel like like comparing Meryl Streep to Tom Brady is like an incredible compliment. Because like. You know how I feel about Meryl Streep. Well, I know how most like people feel about Meryl Streep. So of all. She can do anything. Right. She's queen of acting. She can do any acting. So can Tom Brady. I mean, maybe not, but he can do anything in terms of winning football games. 
This is... Well, it's being quarterback means to, you know, like... You're saying that Meryl Streep is quarterback of the acting industry? Yeah. I accept that idea. The one thing that I think of is... And I'm going to hold this against you forever. This is a one-week thing that I'm always... I'm going to look at you sideways about forever. (laughs) We're going to discuss this right now. I'm calling you out right now. Uh Do you remember this? And you're going to say, no, I don't remember, but I remember. (laughs) Because in the first month of us watching football, the Patriots and Jets both got to 9-3. and And I said to you, don't be a Jets fan. And you said... I might be a Jets fan because, and I quote, I'm a fan of good football. In reference to Rex Ryan, do you regret that decision? And now you might be saying to yourself, that's 11 years ago. I don't actually remember saying that. And you might be making that up. <laughs> no, I remember and pretending. That. Oh, you remember it. Okay, so yeah. are you sorry? No. Are you sorry for that decision? I like good football. So you were wrong. So, you, yeah. so you're not sorry, but yeah. wrong. I, I guess I was wrong about what good football was at that point, but didn't they? How far did they go that season? Did that's you, not the question. Oh, okay, that, that I'm was, just that's wondering. not the question. Well, hold on, you realize your entire friendship hinges on. <laughs> that's, that's not the question. Right that's not. The I question. was just curious if I was wrong. That <laughs> no, 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 that's not the question. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether or not that was the year that we went to La Mirada and yeah. the Patriots lost the Jets in the playoffs. That's yeah. not the point. No, yeah. The point <laughs> is, were you wrong? Because now it has been many Tom Brady Super Bowls later. So clearly it was a fluke that the Jets were. So obviously the answer is yes, you were wrong. Yeah. Obviously the answer is fuck the Jets. No, no, no. But hold on. Obviously the answer is yes, you were wrong. I have to, I have to verbally, I I have to verbally hear, (laughs) yes, I was wrong. I think I admitted I was wrong that week. I, then the next week I play, I was a fan of the This is, this is, this is, this is an extreme, extreme avoidance of the actual question. (laughs) I just admitted that I was wrong. Okay. Number one, I'm extremely impressed with your ability. (laughs) If you ran for political office. I would vote for you because your ability to avoid the question is, and this is also, by the way, why I started taking political advice from you, because you are not someone who ever said it's X, Y, or Z. You are a person who said, let's look at X, Y, and Z and see their potential for being A, B, or C in this, in this zone. But Mm -hmm. what I am saying to you now is and here's the fun part is like five minutes of you, you thought this was going to be a fun thing where we're hanging out. I am now <laughs> on my show making you say that you were wrong about Rex Ryan coaching good football. Or I'll just keep asking the question. <laughs> I admitted that. No. See, again, you still haven't admitted it. The answer is yes. You don't know. You, you think you have, but you haven't. Yeah, no, you thought you have, but you <laughs> haven't. <laughs> You may think. I enjoyed watching that football. Maybe it wasn't good football. So you enjoyed watching the Jets more than the Patriots. I was. So you're a bad person. I've been to that. I think so, I guess. Yeah, I must be. So you're a bad person. Yeah. So you're someone that we don't like. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I was insane. I, I watched them play and I thought it was cool. 
So you I, were maybe wrong. It was, maybe it was the green colors. Yeah. Okay. So next, yeah, by wrong. the next yeah. week, your opinion was different. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So you were wrong. I was wrong. Yeah. I, I, you say how easy that? No, no, no. You don't need to talk yet. anymore. I already heard the words. I was wrong. I so he said was, I wrong. was wrong multiple times before that. Fantastic. <laughs> he was wrong multiple times. So. Yeah. As we have learned in this broadcast, anyone who has ever rooted for the Jets is wrong. So, mm-hmm. those people who have ever rooted for... I am a fan of Kevin f- James. Exactly. King those King people King who are fans King. of Kevin James, they're wrong mm-hmm. for being Jets fans. And this is this is the most important thing that we have ever proved in this, this show. Is that anyone who has ever been a fan of the Jets is wrong. And that's... That's like... I did like what Rex Ryan was saying about Tom Brady going into this game. That Tom Brady was like the best of all time, yeah, and that yeah. anyone, that any, like that's <laughs> yeah. the greatest thing is that so. like going into this game, it was like, yeah. and it was like Rex Ryan, what he said about Tom Brady, and I was like, oh, what are we gonna hear now? And Rex Ryan's like, now that he's not around, Bill Belichick, yeah, yeah. Rex Ryan is like that motherfucker's the best ever. Fuck Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. Bill Belichick had nothing to do with anything. Tom Brady rules. Like that is that was. This is easily my favorite Rex Ryan moment ever. Yeah. Is leading into these playoffs when he's like, when he's like, well, everyone always wanted to be around Tom Brady. When, do you remember, dude, do you remember when he got, when he got Mark said, Mark Sanchez's tattoo on him? He got Mark Sanchez tattooed on his body. Did he? I do not remember. He did that. No do you way. also remember that his wife, was like a foot fetish. Yes, I remember that. Welker texted something about that. Yes, and he got suspended. That's, or... Yes, that's that's the game we lost. Yeah. You okay, Brittany? You were not around for this game, and so this is the one that Keith is talking about, and this is why he was refusing to say that. Well, at first he was refusing to say that he was wrong just because the Jets won this game. Because you remember this game in in which so yeah so it comes out that Rex Ryan's wife is a foot fetish model and Welker goes into the pregame interview and what he's saying he's like he's like our job is just to be really good foot soldiers and you just gotta put one foot in front of the other and he says all this shit just he says the word foot like six times and you remember Belichick benches him yes and then Brady threw a pick on right. that first drive, and the Jets took it back for a touchdown, and the Patriots lost. It was a divisional game. We were in, in that was when we first moved. Mm-hmm. But man, it's <laughs> that is that is one of the best like forgotten moments in the history of football. Is Welker going on the like? It's our job to just be really good foot soldiers, and it's our job to just put one foot in front of the other. And all of that. He said a bunch of other shit I can't even remember. But that's also why Welker has zero Super Bowls. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, Welker, he choked then. He choked in the Super Bowl against the Giants. Drops. And he also choked uh, for the Broncos. So, you know, Welker is a Super Bowl choker. Yeah. That's really his thing. He was a good temp, like, uh, you know. He was good at holding position until Edelman showed up or like something like that. Yeah, it's really crazy how like the whole oh the Patriots went sixteen and zero because of Moss and Welker and blah blah. blah. The team did not win anything. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl, but I really hate everyone in New York in the city of New York. Anyway, <laughs> this game was incredible. It's the best game I've ever seen because it's the first time. 
that I've ever got to watch Tom Brady play Super Bowl and not only play Super Bowl, but destroy the other team in the Super Bowl and embarrass them and make the entire city angry. And my favorite part is all the fans who are mad and, well, this penalty, blah, blah, blah. They lost 31 to 9. What penalty made you lose by 22 points? Could either of you come up with a penalty that made you lose by 22 points? I'm just curious. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The silence is accurate. And I just don't even... This is the best one. And I, you know, Tom Brady said it like, the best one is the next one. I agree. Yeah, it wasn't penalties. It was decisions like calling timeout. Right. Tom Brady is driving with 40 seconds left in the second half. And allowing them to go up 21 to 9 and give them all the momentum going into the second half. It's decisions like that that cost them the game. That's And this is the thing about, like, you hate to sit here and talk about cliches or repeating things over and over. But how many times do we have to watch Andy Reid blow it? Like, yeah, he won the Super Bowl last year or whatever. But, like, this game was woefully mismanaged. And that's a perfect example. This game was 14 to 6. And so it's still yeah. a one possession game at that point. Yeah. And then you give Tampa Bay a touchdown by calling two timeouts. Like I can't even fathom a scenario in which that makes any sort of sense. It doesn't like, make sense. It makes none. Yeah. You're overthinking at that point. You're asked, you have to ask yourself if Tom Brady had two timeouts right now, would he use them? If the answer is yes, you don't want to use them because you're playing right into his hands. And you said earlier, like, after the game earlier this season, the Andy Reid thing about why they went for it on fourth down, he's like, I learned a long time ago that you don't give the ball back to Tom Brady, but you call two timeouts and give him the opportunity to run more plays. And this is the thing is that the the Packers gave the Bucks the opportunity and they threw the ball deep to Scotty Miller for the touchdown before half. And then the Packers laid up and, you know, kicked the field goal instead of going for it at the end of the game. And then Andy Reid, it's just like a certain point, like, at what point are you playing? You're like, well, Tom Brady's on the other side, so I have to play it cool. Like, why are you playing relaxed against the best of all time? Like, how does that make any sense? I don't understand. It makes no sense. And and you're doing things that you fundamentally usually don't do to try to beat someone. It's like, right? you don't do that. Is he doing something crazy? No, he's playing by the fundamentals and, you know, he just excels at that. So you should do that as well. And how many times have we, and I know that it's a different sport, like how many basketball games have we watched where teams like up 15 in the fourth and suddenly they start dribbling around and doing everything wrong and you're like, just do what you did to get here. And the Chiefs did nothing of what they, like, every single thing that, like, Mahomes was playing hyper-conservative. He's running the ball. He could not get protection. No. And they didn't even, the only times he threw deep were, like, at the end of a play. Yeah. Where things are broken up. He's just heaving it. Yeah. He's running all over the place. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. He's running all the time. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. And he just, he's, he, I mean, again, not that he's, you know, he's not a Russell Wilson, 
But he's like an Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Locke type quarterback who can run. But like he gave it his all. He did. He he ran for first downs. Some of the throws he made, like that he like Tony Romo or the other guy said he was parallel when he threw that. And he hit him in the helmet. The guy could have caught that. Like, so he. The Chiefs did suffer a lot of drops. Yeah, he he couldn't get help. I think Kelsey dropped multiple balls. Tyree Kill dropped at least one. There were definitely drops in this game, but I mean, like, also, like, if we're gonna sit here and talk about drops, like, Rojo scored on that on that ball at the goal line. Like, I still think. He scored. Yeah. So it looked like he scored to me. So if you're gonna see him, like, well, they didn't. Whatever. You know, they scored that one. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I just anyone who wants to see him, like, this is three score game. Yeah. And Breeze, Rogers, Mahomes, like, there's nothing left. There are no discussions to be had. There are no arguments. There are no. There's nothing. Right. It's over. It's always, who's the next Tom Brady? We were talking about that next time, last time. Who's the next Tom Brady, you know? And he's still here. And why, here's, are we, why are we having that discussion right now? Because he's still here and he's still winning. And here's the craziest thing is, that, like, when he was 30, they were like, who's the next Tom Brady? Yeah. Tom fucking Brady was the next Tom Brady. Exactly. For the goddamn next decade, he was himself. Yes. And it's just, I don't know. I have nothing left. Like, I've sat here and I've gotten to arguments with people about, well, there's this and there's that and there's stats and, there's, and it's now like again, I don't I don't care how many times I have to hammer this. Like Alex Smith, number one overall pick, gone. He sent Drew Brees into retirement. He sent Aaron Rodgers into trade discussions, and now Pat Mahomes has to look at the fact that in terms of the playoffs, he's never beaten Tom Brady. Exactly. Like, how do you? This game wasn't even a discussion. Like. There's a certain point where can you come up with an argument that someone would like use against? Like, is there an argument? I I know that it's bullshit, but I'm just curious. Like, what is like what would someone say at this point? You mean to like say why Tom Brady isn't the greatest? Of all time? Exactly. Like, what would you like? What is? I know that there's nothing, but like, what is the thing? Well, people would say the refs in this game. I don't know. Like, I, what can you say? There were quite a few yeah. penalties. Sure. Um. Cheater is what they say. Yeah, you know, like he. So you can't would, run. You, you know, would he's not mobile. You would. It's, it's the people around him. It's the yeah. The the peripheral bullshit. It's the system. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah so it was, exactly. It was Belichick. And yeah. it's and that's haters wanting to hate. Yeah. People just want to hate on Tom Brady because they don't like that he wins. Your sister is like that. Right. Well, okay. That's why I haven't been to my sister's house all all month long. It's been very difficult. I haven't seen the children in a month. I know. She has skipped going to see her nieces and nephews because it would be bad luck before Tampa Bay because her brother-in-law is a Chiefs fan. I mean, that's dedication. Yeah. I mean, I also stopped using our regular shampoo because Mahomes does the advertisements. So, swap shampoo for a while. The side I can go back to Head and Shoulders. The Head and Shoulders one, yeah, you can definitely use Head and Shoulders now. I mean, who cares at this point? Like, you lose one hundred percent of your playoff games against Tom Brady. 
100% don't care. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> it is, it's incredible. Like, I don't even know how to, like, I've been here so many times. Like, they, I mean, it's, I don't really, like, I see 10 Super Bowls, 7 wins. The three losses seem whatever at this point. Like, I just don't really know. You're lucky to have shared these days together, these wins. Yeah. These are great moments that not a lot of people get. That is true. Like, a lot of other fans don't get as many moments as these. Like, these are good times. Like, these are days that we should be grateful for because not everyone gets these days. Like, you know, where we just get to feel good and celebrate and party. Like, hey, he's won this fucking Super Bowl again. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, there are Patriots fans who were, like, rooting for Kansas City, which, like, in what world are you rooting for Kansas City and for a Patriots fan? Like, I just can't even begin to, like... You're that jaded against Brady? I mean, what did they believe happened? Like, he's given you 20 years of unbelievable games and that's somehow not enough. Have you got some kind of loyalty just instilled in you at that point? Right? Like, that's how it is for you. Like, you just, there's this loyalty to Brady because of what he's given you so many moments like this. Right. So, yeah, of course your loyalty is going to follow him. I mean, it didn't break your loyalty to New England, like, right away. I mean, it was just more of, like, New England's attitude that was like, all right, well, they were the ones who were being crappy. So it's, like, it's easier to follow Brady in that point, too. And I I never, like, it's not as if I was rooting for New England to fail. I've been rooting for both, season, both teams all season. But, I mean, <laughs> there's, you know, there's a certain point where, like, you know, obviously – you know, New England's not even close to making the playoffs. and Well, there's been that looming question of, is it Belichick or is it Brady? It's Brady. Yeah, that's been answered, I think. I don't care what anyone says about, well, the blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. Every single time that Brady played in the Super Bowl with Belichick, it was a close game. And this time, the one time he's with another team with a good defense and a good coach, it wasn't even a game like... This was this was the game we've talked about forever. Yeah. Like you remember the Eagles Super Bowl mm-hmm. and we were like this is the one. Yeah. We're going to get the blowout. Yeah. No. No. And that game was a disaster. Yeah. But this is the one that we've been waiting for forever in terms of Tom Brady. And you know the other thing is like he was I like he got his MVP like I thought it would be Gronk but like he missed like mm-hmm. almost he missed the throw on like the first two drives and that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, this was like I mean, this was vintage. You it know, was. this was this was vintage. Can I say something kind of like I guess well, it's kind of dorky. Like the real game that like we waited for was the one against the Packers. We've been waiting for that one for since we've been together like all ten years. Like I mean, we were waiting for that yeah. game. That was the big one that mattered a lot and this was just like icing on the cake well i mean mean, yes it mattered like a lot i'm saying like but this was like this one has been since last season that it's been like it's been a question of mahomes is he better than like the question of you know the breeze and then 
Rogers. Like those are ones that we've been waiting years to see. Like right. Answer. Because it's I've been a really neat season. I've been forever wanting to see a Super Bowl between Brady and Breeze or Brady and Rogers, and it never happened. And then finally this year, he knocks them out both Mahomes. in the same season, and then knocks out Mahomes. Like yeah, no, I know what you mean exactly. Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's been a cumulative like just a buildup of to this point, like everyone that he's taken down to lead to this. Yeah. No, it's true. And it's cool because he's now in that division who made that possible. Because, you know, we never got to play these teams really that often. Right. Unless we saw them in the Super Bowl. But right. the switching over to the Bucks, he was able to play them, each of them, in the playoffs. Right. Which is insane, like, that that could happen. And the funny thing about Drew Brees is that if you look at their career statistics is Drew Brees is going to retire with a winning record against Tom Brady. And, like, he's, you know, his fans are, well, they blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that matter? <laughs> Did that ever matter one time? Like, Drew Brees managed to beat Tom Brady in the regular season several times, including twice this year. Mm-hmm. And it meant nothing. And it's just funny, like, how you can sit there and manipulate and twist things to your advantage when ultimately, and <laughs> not that this is exactly the same, but my... You know, and shout out to him. Fuck you, my stepbrother, who was <laughs> who was texting me during the game, trying to text me about, oh, Brady's got lucky this time, this time, this time. And I just ignored it. And at the end of the game, I was like, oh, he was like, Brady got lucky three times. And I was like, oh, Brady's got seven Super Bowls. Like, <laughs> you know, I was just like, you know what? I don't give a shit about whatever your bullshit is. Like at a certain point, like this shit is just impressive. Right. If if anyone's still saying it's luck at this point, they just don't. They have no respect. Well, how, like, okay, like, the arguments are, well, Peyton Manning has a positive AFC championship record. (laughs) He literally hasn't played in the league in almost a decade. Like, Aaron Rodgers has never won coverage championship games. Drew Brees is terrible in the playoffs. Like, there's just no... There's no, anyone who's still, like, trying to, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not even, I'm going to just officially say that anyone who tries to make some sort of argument against Tom Brady at this point, I will no longer listen. I will no longer entertain. I will no longer participate. It's over. It's just done. It's done. Like, there's nothing anyone can say. It's over. It's done. It's completed. It's written. It's Indiana Jones. It's history. It's done. It's over. Since done. Yeah. Well, doesn't kind of give you like a little warm, fuzzy feeling inside that tonight, like Peyton Manning was being like inducted to the Hall of Fame, and then right. Tom Brady just completely overshadowed that. Right. Like that just makes me feel a little bit warm, fuzzy inside, just a little bit. Yeah, Peyton Manning was just inducted into the Hall of Fame, and Tom Brady just won another Super Bowl. No, absolutely. Like, come on, like I that's know. pretty funny, right? Philip like, Rivers' career came and went. Calvin Johnson's career came and went. All these guys came and went. And Tom Brady just won another fucking Super Bowl <laughs> and is looking at a contract extension. Like, there are just certain people who are above and beyond. And Tom Brady is literally at the top and the only person on that list in any... It just, it's not even... I don't even know how to... Like, you remember... Because you remember, like, like going back to... Like, 11 years ago, 
He was 30. And we were like, he's on a mission this year. Yeah. It's one of his final years. Yeah. He's really ready this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can literally, honest to God, go look. Go Google, like, if you go to Google and you put in Tom Brady's name and you use, like, date modifiers and you search dating back to, like, 2007, you will find, like, end of Patriots Dynasty, changing of the guard, final years of whatever. Like, you'll find all that stuff. For 13 fucking years. Exactly. Every year, this is the year that Tom Brady yep. is done. Yep. Every and he year. changed teams. Right. Like, what is... And this is the thing is, for all the people who are like, well, Bill Belichick did... Blah, blah, blah. Why? Why are you saying that right now? Like, Bill fucked everything up. And my favorite... My favorite... Here's my favorite narrative right now. Is, well... The Patriots took a bunch of salary cap charges this year so that they could have free agency money next year. Go ask the Saints, man. The Saints have money every single year. The NFL salary cap is fake, and you can restructure your contracts all the time to make it work. And Bill Belichick has successfully convinced, in the way that he has convinced players, he has successfully convinced media members that not trying to win football games is somehow the best way to win football games. It is is bullshit. Every single thing the Patriots did this year was tanktastic bullshit garbage. And it just it's just funny to me, all the people who are drinking the Kool-Aid, well, the Patriots had to take salary cap charges this year and blah, blah, blah. They didn't have to take salary cap charges this year. Somehow, I have to believe they took salary cap charges this year, but also, well, a bunch of their players opted out. Yeah. So which one is it? That's what I'm saying. Like, salary cap charges for who? Who's on their team? Exactly. Which one is who it? Who are you paying so much? Exactly. Because all those players who opted out, yeah. their salary didn't count against the cap. Yeah. So I'm just curious who all these players were that the Patriots were playing for as Bill Belichick traded and dumped guys for no reason who were all these people they were paying well next season (laughs) great so you dumped your universal hall of fame quarterback for the promise of what signing jimmy garoppolo who the 49ers almost cut loose to sign tom brady like this is there's no like Anyone who's like, well, it was both of them. Yes, it was both of them. I don't give a fuck. It's very clear who was more important. You put Tom Brady in any room full of talented people, and that's a Super Bowl team. You put Belichick in any room full of people, and if they don't all conform to exactly what he wants, it's a seven-win team. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady left because they weren't either willing or able to give him the pieces he needed to succeed. That's Correct. It. I mean. Yep. So they either weren't able to or they were unwilling. So Unwilling, he, definitely. So you, so you have to go. And you know who, I mean, the Bucks were willing. Yep. They're more than willing. Yep. They showed that. Yep. Brock. Look what he did for them. Exactly, exactly. They went all in. They pushed all their chips in. Got Gronk, you know, got AB. And it paid off. Yeah. It's hard to say. And, and, and you know. And now other other teams are seeing the success of that. And like you were saying about the Detroit, you know, making the move with the Lions, right? I don't know. Who, who made that move to get Goff? 
the Stafford. the Lions trading yeah. Goff to the Rams for Stafford. Right. Okay. So the, the Rams are the ones making the moves. Right. Right. For, right. for Stafford. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. So there. You, I mean, so they're going to go all in. You know. Right. And I think you're going to see more teams kind of do this now. Is all right. Well, let's give our quarterback everything they need. You know? Yep. So. But at the same time, Tom Brady kind of commands that respect to be able to do that. So it's hard to like just hand that over to any. What well, there's no one really else, I guess you could really give that to. That, right. Like, showing that ability to trust them to be to to go all in like that. I mean, we have to give the Chiefs some credit because like they signed everyone. They've done every single thing that they can to give everyone around Mahomes to keep everyone. Like they, you know. And again, this is what I said before: is like it was. Fitting that these two teams played in the Super Bowl because these two teams did everything for their quarterbacks. But this game also proved like doing everything for your quarterbacks on offense is not enough. You actually have to have a good defense. And this is what I was saying about Jason like forever. Coming into this season, the Bucks literally had $30,000 in dead cap money. Dead cap money essentially meaning money that was assigned to players who were no longer on the roster. The Bucks had none of that. So they were able to use like literally every single penny of cap space that they had available. That's how they were able to acquire Gronkowski. That's how they were able to acquire Leonard Fournette. That's how they were able to acquire Antonio Brown. All of these things come from the caps, the, the Bucks having managed their cap correctly for years. And so this is the thing about Tampa Bay. For everyone who sits here and said, oh, Tom Brady was lucky and all the receivers, blah, blah, blah. You have to actually look at what Tampa Bay did. They were the one team. They drafted Jameis Winston number one overall. And almost any other team in the world would have said, look, we drafted him number one overall. We need to lock him into an extension so that we don't lose him for nothing, blah, blah, blah. They denied his final option. They let him go. They did all the things they took all the risks that were necessary to create the necessary cap space to sign Tom Brady and bring in the guys that he wanted. And you're simply not able to do that if you operate like the Saints do, where you're paying over the cap every year. Or if you operate like the Patriots do, where you're doing exactly what Bill Belichick wants and never actually looking at how I can operate. And every single thing that Tampa Bay and Kansas City has done has been about you know, completing, manufacturing as much possible prime for their quarterbacks as they can. And so kudos to, to the Chiefs because, yeah, they lost here, but how many teams have been to, you know, back-to-back Super Bowls? It's Tom Brady. The only person who's been to back-to-back Super Bowls in the last decades is Tom Brady. So for the Chiefs to look at this and be like, well, this is a failure, that's not true. Every single thing that the Chiefs have done has put themselves in a position to be successful last year, this year, next year. The Chiefs are going to continue to be here. So every single thing that they have done is a success. It's a good idea. It's great. Today they got their asses kicked because they played a better quarterback and a better defense and a better coach. That's fine. That happens. You're not the universal all-time phenomenal team that everyone said you were. That's fine. There's this idea that if the Chiefs and Pat Mahomes weren't Tom Brady and if Andy Reid wasn't Bill Belichick or whatever, that they were somehow not a great team. That's not the reality. You can be a great team without being the best team of all time. But the idea that winning a Super Bowl and Pat Mahomes having won an MVP was simply going to take this team from good or great to dynasty is incorrect. 
Look at what Lamar Jackson has done in Baltimore. They're very good, but they're not next level. And that is ultimately what this boils down to. And earlier today, funny enough, we were watching the Raiders and Tampa Bay highlights from 2003. And you watch Rich Gannon, an NFL MVP, go out against an elite Tampa Bay defense and throw interception after interception. And that's what it boils down to is that no matter how good you are as a quarterback, simply being a great quarterback doesn't mean that you can win everything. You have to be someone else on another level. And that is what Tom Brady brings. It's not just quarterbacking. It's that Every single person on that fucking sideline believes that if everything goes in everyone else's favor, you still have the ninja, as LeGarrette Blunt referred to him, that can bring him back to the next level. And the funny thing about all of this is that in New England, they stopped believing. They had watched all these things happen. They watched the Seahawks Super Bowl. They watched the Falcons Super Bowl. They watched the Rams Super Bowl. And somehow they stopped believing. And they somehow believed that they could do better. And Tampa Bay was sitting there with open arms saying, we have watched Jameis Winston turn the ball over and over and over and over. We want to go to the next level. And that is what this is. This is this is the culmination of everything because this is Tom Brady stepping out of the system quarterback and the Belichick is this and the defense is that and the offensive line. There were so many arguments. And you just have to throw all of them away. They're all done. They're all gone. There's nothing that anyone can say now, forever. It's done. My I, my soul can rest. I feel like I'm in a fucking Disney princess-like thing because I can sleep now forever. I'm Robert Downey Jr. at the end of Avengers. Okay? I can rest now because I have defeated Thanos. And in this scenario, Thanos is... People who somehow think that there's anyone better than Tom Brady because it's just not the case. And I have is 20 years, different teams, different coordinators, different opponents, the same this, the same that, different this, different that. It doesn't matter. It just boils down to the fact that football is the most difficult team sport to put your imprint on. Okay? Baseball, it's hard for one person to control it. But if you hit four home runs in a game, it has nothing to do with anyone else on the team. You can hit four home runs in a game. You don't need to block for that. You don't need defense for that. You can just hit four home runs. That's you. If you are playing basketball and you hit 10 threes, you might just hit 10 threes. And you might just win a game simply by the fact that you scored 30, 40, 50 points. Football is the only game where you can play out of your fucking mind and still be on the brink of losing. And somehow, a 43-year-old man has taken that reality where he has less potential for success and less potential to control the game. And he has, for 20 fucking years, been the most influential and the most impactful player. I have been watching Tom Brady. I have literally, since when the first one was they took over for the Rams and they won a few Super Bowls and then it was, well, the Bengals are the changing of the guard in the AFC and then that shit was taken away. And then it was, well, Tom Brady hurt his knee and he doesn't have any more and now it's Peyton Manning. And then it was, well, Peyton Manning has retired 
and now it's Andrew Luck. And then it was like, well, Andrew Luck has retired, and now it's this. And it just, I've, I've had to hear so many arguments. It's this guy, it's that guy, it's this person, it's that person. And there's a simple argument that some people don't want to accept. This is Occam's razor, man. The simple explanation is the most likely. There is one person who is better at this game than your favorite player is better at this game. There is one person who is better at this game, who is better than your defensive coordinator is better at this game. And there is one person who is simply better at this game than whatever other person you can come up with. And it doesn't matter what coaches you put out there. It doesn't matter what receivers and offensive line and defensive. It just doesn't matter. There's one person who's better. Just like when we watch Michael Jordan and LeBron James, they're in different eras, but it's very clear. You watch LeBron now, LeBron on a court with anyone else, there's, it's very clear who's better. LeBron's better. You watch Tom Brady play quarterback against anyone, even at age 43, there's no question who's better. He is better. And no matter how many times I'm going to sit here and say this, it's always going to be true. And no matter how many times I'm going to sit here and make this speech while my best friend and my girlfriend cringe at having to hear it for 20 minutes in a row, it is nonetheless the truth that there is one person who takes this game, which is fading in the eyes of people who don't want to watch the danger, which is fading in the eyes of people who don't like the politics, which are correct because of the garbage politics of the league. Tom Brady has been in this game since it was a running game. He's been through the passing evolution, and now he's come through to the other side where people want to eliminate it completely. I don't even know what else to say. There aren't Roman emperor warriors who meant to the empire, who meant to the Coliseum, what Tom Brady means to professional sports in America. Amen. Tom fucking Brady. Greatest of all time. Goat. I know it's all cliche, but that's what he is. It is the truth. And he's not done. Nope. That's the crazy thing. They're going to add a couple more to the resume. I I know. (laughs) I know. But it's like, is he showing any sign of slowing down? He's throwing rockets. I mean, he was so accurate tonight. Yep. Everything. Everything. And this is the thing is they always say you don't lose arm strength, it's the legs, it's the back as they get older. Well, this vegan motherfucker who doesn't do anything but stretch all day. And this is the thing, we said it. Tom Brady was alone for 12 days. His family left and he was alone for 12 days leading up to this game. Plug himself in. You gonna tell me that Tom Brady alone? There's no way. No fucking way. Dedicated. Plug himself Seven. into the Matrix. Watch Plugged himself into the Matrix. Watched every single game the Chiefs played 87 times. Yeah. And then stepped out of the Matrix a second later and started his physical practice. Because that's how it goes when you're a machine like Tom Brady. Exactly. And that is the Blood Doctor Show. Super Bowl edition. I've never been this happy in my life. I love you. I love you. I love you. you. Say it louder. Love Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. (laughs) And uh, I think we're ready for another one next year. 
It's TV 12, TV 7, and how about TV 8? Yeah. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks forever. Let's get that extension. Hell yeah.